Can't get off if you don't cough. Hello, fellow heathens. My name is Maddie Frechette, and I'm the stoned slut. Hello, friends. I hope all my degenerates are having a good week so far. So I finally got my high school girlfriend, Lindsay Mayer, on the podcast. And needless to say, we've changed a lot from the troubled teenagers that we used to be. So Lindsay and I elaborate on a few more stories from our time together up north and at the truck rodeo. We talk about Kaposkasing, a tiny ass town with lots of weird people in it. So there's a part in the podcast that I had to cut out, but it was basically us just reciting people's nicknames in this town. We knew people named Jesus, Rolly, Doobie, Bidoo, 10-4, that was somebody's nickname, 10-4, Dude, and dude's parents, they called him that. Like they named him that. And they would they'd be like, where's dude? <laughs> uh, we also knew a guy named Stetson. My dad would say like the hat, but I never really got that joke because I don't think I'm old enough. <laughs> but yeah, so most of our stories include a friend of ours named Steve-O, who was this crazy guy, Lindsay's best friend. He drove this blue, I don't know if it was a Chevy sports car, and sometimes he would drive it around town backwards and call himself Backwards Man. (laughs) So you can imagine that this guy was pretty weird, and I was hanging out with him, so... If that doesn't tell you a little bit about who I was when I was younger, I don't know what else will. Actually, that's a lie. Um, (laughs) I'm just going to play the interview with Lindsay. So let's get to it. Let's uh, listen to me and Lindsay talk a little bit of shit about being lesbians up north. I guess we can talk a little bit about how we met in CAP and how it was kind of crazy because I was definitely not from this small town and you definitely were. And yeah, it just kind of started this crazy part of my life. <laughs> Chapter one. <laughs> Yes, chapter one, Kafiskasing. Right? And you would think, especially, well, you're going up north, small town, like what kind of trouble can you get into or how bad could it be versus living in the city? Um, (laughs) You can't even compare. How much trouble could you have? Oh, how about all of it? (laughs) Mm, Yeah, and then some. Put yourself in situations you've never even imagined. (laughs) And meet the weirdest people with the weirdest nicknames. Oh my gosh. Can we say some of them? Do you think they'll get mad at us? Fuck. I mean, our friend Steve-O, but like, let's not 
you know, that's not oh, too no, far Oh, no, he off. gave himself that nickname, too. And he tattooed it on his arm so nobody will forget, right? <laughs> it's almost like Steve-O tattooing his face on his own ass, right? Is that what he yeah. did? Similar. He has some interesting tattoos, um, I got to say. Uh, he has, like, on his forearm, he has a tattoo of a snowmobile going across a lake <laughs> like, like you really can't get water. more north i know <laughs> i'm like really buddy like i don't know but he wanted that and he's the only guy ever in the world that's probably gonna get that i don't know yep. and that dc sticker or like the tattoo like he just took a dc sticker literally and like pasted it on the side and like tattoo this and I forget who it was. I think it was maybe Justin. Anyways, he was tattooing, but you know he he wasn't professional or anything yet. Like now he's doing a lot better work. But I think Steve was like his third customer. So uh, you know that's yeah. just. And he tried to. Anyways, we won't get into it. Yeah, it's just awful, awful. Yeah, we met. I don't even know how we met, but like. It might have been at a party. Was it a party? I mean, I know you saw me at work once, but like... Yeah, that's when I kind of... I guess I noticed you that was um, at work or whatever. And also, I guess I had you in a couple of my classes for like the three times that I went. But yeah, I used uh, Amanda to lure you in to come chill with us at Thea's and come party with us. And then she's like, yeah, well, she's working. I'm like, fuck that. She's coming to party. Get her to come. She's like, oh, God. So she worked hard. So thank you, Amanda. She definitely, like, helped me out. <laughs> oh, yeah, she did. So both of our families, like, your, maybe your whole family and my dad's side both come from CAP. So my dad and your dad essentially went to high school together, right? Yeah, exactly. So... They knew, like, I'm sure as soon as you mentioned Mare, <laughs> your dad was like, fuck. <laughs> I just remember Steve-O and you coming to pick me up at my dad's house in that crazy blue car. Blue thunder. And I'd be like, is that guy safe? Like, are you going to be okay? Oh, man. He's, He's a good driver. <laughs> I'll give him that. It's not that. It's just, he he's just reckless, you know? It's like, I don't your dad, he fucking... I'm not even mad that he did that or anything like that. Just typical dad thing. But I forget where we were going. We were going somewhere for a weekend. And she just, I don't know, it's like you ran upstairs to get something. And like every time that, you know, I was around you and your dad, like he was always super like happy. And he went upstairs and like he looked at me. It was just like a whole other guy. He's like, no fucking drugs. I'm like, holy shit. But just like looking out for his daughter, right? So like I get it. It's no big deal. I'm not offended by that. But whoa. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Dad moved there. <laughs> like shit. And you you weren't even doing drugs or anything like that at the time anyways. I think it was like when we first started dating. But I'm sure he caught wind of... Uh, who I was <laughs> yeah I'm sure <laughs> we were just kids and zero fucks all we wanted to do was be older but honestly here we are it's like oh man 
Yeah, we had a lot of fucking fun and now we're a lot older. Like when's the last time that we had talked before I even contacted you for all this? And I mean like on the phone or in person. I don't mean like right. texting each other, you know? Yeah, well, yeah, we've always like kept in touch or whatever. But the last time that I guess we actually physically spoke, I honestly don't even remember. I want to say it was like 10 years ago. You were down for what, a few weeks or something like that? Yeah. And the timing. Yeah. It's good timing for me anyways. Oh, for sure. We basically spent, okay, so we broke up in like the end of 2008. And then in the summer of 2010, we basically spent like a few weeks just sort of falling back into dating each other. And we actually went to our third truck rodeo, um, which was like a harrowing experience in a lot of ways for me at least. There's always something. <laughs> There's always something. I'm just going to tell my little story. So like, you know, we're kids. Kids like experiment with a lot of drugs. I mean, people do in general. So somebody gave me a pill of speed. And like, I I never did. I never really did that before. I don't think. Might have been my first time. I, I don't fucking know. Um. And I just had a really bad trip. And we we had this, like, we were staying in this trailer, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And, and I say trailer. It's not in a trailer park. It's, like, one of those campers that you drive around, right? Yeah, it was in the box of his truck. Like a camper that you put in the box of the truck. Okay, yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so I yeah. go back. I don't know. I'm partying with, like, Thea or something. Or me and you are partying or something. And we go and we are in the camper and I can't sleep and I'm super paranoid. And I think you guys are sleeping, but I like thought you guys died. And then I went outside because I thought I had to puke. And then I couldn't puke because there was too many people around. And it was just like hell on earth for me. (laughs) Not a good feeling. You just got to ride the wave, right? And the thing too, you can't escape when you're at the rodeo. Like you're there. You're in the middle of it. You can't go chill out for a couple hours or whatever. Like there's no <laughs> such thing as like chilling out. It's uh no, all day, all night, nonstop, and every hour, the transports are like honking their horns, and it's like oh my every hour. Why? Just cause yeah. there was trucks fucking everywhere. They're revving their trucks and honking their horns like music. Like, ah, just doesn't Yo, stop. like, my favorite part, though, is, like, you know, all the chicks, they go around, and we probably did it, too, and we, like, take pictures inside, like, the truck cabs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's, like, cool with everybody. I guess you do get the odd, like, idiot. Like, well, Andrew. <laughs> he, uh... Wait, what was that story? I can't remember that. I think you were you yeah, you were there because that was the summer we went there with my mom's car. Oh, that time. <laughs> yeah. So Andrew, I guess, went there with his truck and he was on everything and anything. He lost his cell phone. So he's going through everybody's tents and trailers and cars looking for his phone. Just aimlessly going through everybody's shit. So obviously He's going to end up going into the wrong tent or the wrong whatever before he gets knocked out kind of thing. 
So we're watching him go. He had paper plates stuck to him. He was only in his boxers, one flip flop. <laughs> like, oh my God. So yeah, he he walks into some guy's camper and the guy's like, what the hell? Like, get the hell out of my camper. Andrew's accusing him of stealing his phone. He's like, buddy, get the fuck out of here. Or I'm going to knock you out. Like, that's it. And we're looking at him like he's going to get knocked out. But Andrew leaves. And then he's mouthing off to the guy again. And he's in his truck. And he's trying to leave. He's trying to drive away in his truck spins out the wheels and sprayed this guy's like show car covered in mud and it was like supposed to be in like a you know show car thing on the weekend and I forget what kind of car but the looks on everybody's faces I'm like oh my god Andrew gets out of the truck takes his shirt and then he starts wiping the car (laughs) Like, you idiot. Like, you're just scratching the shit out of it. And the guy's like, I'm giving you three fucking seconds before you die, man. Andrew, I don't know how he got his truck out of there, but in less than, like, four seconds, he was halfway to cap. But yeah, you can't escape anything. Like, there's just craziness all around you at all times. Mayhem. Mayhem. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And Not and- for everybody. <laughs> It's not. It's definitely not for everybody. And and I don't know if this still goes on, but it was a big thing like 10, 15 years ago, you know, when we first started going. Well, they changed a lot of the rules, right? So now you can't drink in public anymore, like in the street and stuff like you used to. Okay. So they banned that, <laughs> that which was sucks. a cool part. Yeah. And then also you're not allowed to bring your own drinks to the races. You have to buy them there, which kind of sucked because people were bringing their backpacks full of beer kind of thing. But I guess their issue was with coolers. People are leaving coolers all over the place, right? Yeah. And also you got to make money somehow. I mean, there's a lot of money to be made in that little town in that one weekend, right? And they just let people destroy it for nothing next to nothing just come park here destroy our high school football field and litter our city with empties it's gonna take us like two and a half years to clean <laughs> yeah exactly no listen i'm all for it like Me too. oh yeah oh, it's a good time though <laughs> oh it is it was a very good time I don't know if um, I could do <laughs> you know if you do it i'll do it <laughs> yeah we should do it eh we should, we should, we should do, and we should go and we should like report live. Oh my God, imagine. Well, it's a good thing that we, we can speak French because that definitely makes it a hundred times more entertaining. Because um, <laughs> there is like all kinds. They, it's funny because it's supposed to be like this family kind of thing. And a lot of people actually do bring their families and their kids and they're walking around like it's nothing. And then there's the dark side of it where like, people are tripping out on acid and like you know this guy's eating a handful of mushrooms um that girl is probably super high on ecstasy everybody's consumed more than their body weight in alcohol it's uh oh man it's definitely uh but it's fun right and that's the thing like just do what you want have a good time and for a small town yeah they definitely know how to host a party (laughs) Oh, fuck yes. And you know what? It was definitely my first um, introduction to a festival, and it was a pretty hardcore one. (laughs) Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, Well, especially for you and I, I think the craziest ones that I had, you know, 
you were with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the the one where I was saying that I took that speed and then I thought I was going to die. Well, that actually ended in a really crazy story too, which I think you should tell. It was the last one we went to um, with Steve-O. Oh, fuck. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Well, it all started with that camper. We didn't want to go because we've learned our lessons. If we're going to the rodeo, we're not tenting it. Like, fuck that shit. It's too much. Like, we need a place. We're getting old. So Steve-O found this camper <laughs> that was in his uncle's junkyard in an old truck in the field. And he asked his uncle, like, yo, like, what are you doing with that camper? He's like, nothing, man. He's like, I just, I bought the truck, you know, for scrap. And that was in it. So he's like, I don't know. He's like, pretty sure the fridge still works. So. <laughs> We get there, we get to the truck, the wheels are like half sunken into the grass. That's how long this truck has been sitting in that junkyard. Steve was like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to take it out. I was like, oh God. So we kind of jacked up the camper and he tied the truck to a backhoe, I guess it was, and pulled the, the truck from under the trailer. So we're like, yeah, awesome. Well, guess what? The trailer fell over. So now, like, all the legs broke on it. And we're like, ah, oh, shit. Like, that's not good, man. Steve was like, fuck it. I'll pick it up with the back. I'll take the straps and I'll put it back up. Okay. So there was, like, a bike rack, canoe rack thing on the top. So he tied the straps to that. Well, what do you think happened? It just ripped the roof off. <laughs> so we're like, fuck, man. Steve was so determined. We got it in the box of the truck. And right from there, like, we didn't even leave town yet. And this was trouble. We finally got everything good to go. We tarred the roof back on somehow in the Canadian Tire parking lot, 40 fucking degrees. <laughs> we were where? Fokier? And, like, his transmission fluids, like, going all <laughs> over the place. Yeah. Like, Folk 20 minutes out of town. Yeah. Like, we just left town there. But Steve was like, fuck. But he's so determined. Like, we're going to the rodeo, so. Was it his first time? No, actually. It was, like, maybe his second or third time. Okay. But, yeah. Who did we... We called somebody to come bring us some Lucas oil, which is actually... It seals only temporarily. You're supposed to put it, you know, in your hose or whatever when it's... There's no holes in it, right? It's just to kind of solidify it. But, so he was just constantly using lucas oil so the, <laughs> the transmission fluid wouldn't leak all over the truck and burn the transmission and we'd be stuck on the side of the highway right so he spent like oh my god like i don't even know how much it's like 16 bucks a bottle there and we needed one every 10 kilometers <laughs> <laughs> but we made it we fucking made it and i remember just being like, finally, we're here kind of thing, sitting on the roof of that camper, thinking I'm going to fall through. The part, It's the part where we left. Oh, going that... back to cap. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, well, the same thing happened. Like, the transmission. <laughs> we're finally out of there. Like, and there's no, like, parking arrangements. It's kind of like park where you fit. So when you want to leave, you can't just always leave because there's a bazillion, like, 10 cities, just crazy. But anyways, we managed to get out of there. And I think we got close to, it was Kenogamy. Anyways, the truck 
the fucking I don't know if there's a transmission fluid or what, but everything just let go. So Steve pulls over like we were just out of options, but we did have a camper and we did have a fridge full of beer. So we're like, fuck <laughs> it. We're just gonna camp here. Like we can't go anywhere else. Like let's just chill. And I think like people were stopping by. Like my mom, I think, didn't she stop by? She was driving back to North Bay. Like there's nothing she could do, but she just showed up and had a beer with us or whatever. We set up yeah. shop. <laughs> Finally oh get somebody to come pick us up. This monster truck and a camper. Oh my god. And then all of us, like super hungover, haven't showered in four days. Like, who wants to pick that up? Like, really? <laughs> and I think it was crusty. Uh yeah, it was crusty. No. I can't remember who it was. But I think it was the same guy that helped us when we <laughs> had to stop the first time in like Smooth Rock or Fokier. <laughs> So he drove out and we had to borrow a trailer from somebody's dad. So in the middle of the night too, or some shit. And the guy's like, no, like I'm not lending my $10,000 trailer. So I guess the kid convinced him like dad, like I want to pick up my friends. And anyways, the fucking trailer lost two wheels somehow. <laughs> so we go to park it back. It's all fucked up. The dad was freaking out. That was like, it just never ended all the way till we got back to cap. It was uh, very eventful, but we made the best of it anyways, right? We did make the best of it. Honestly, we had a great time. I have like, I have a few pictures from the side of the road that night. And you know what? I'm going to promote this episode with one of those photos <laughs> on my Instagram. Um. Okay, let's like move a little bit towards weed. weed um so do you remember when my dad caught me selling weed to uh the tree planters oh my god yes oh my god. so explain what tree planters are to our lovely audience okay so i guess tree planters well they are what they're called they basically just plant trees but they spend they're kind of like gypsies and stuff and nomads they're always on the road they stay in a small town for maybe a week or two at a time and it's they can go clear across the country if they want honestly a lot of people do it for years because if you're good at it you can make some pretty good money but they're i don't know they're kind of like carnies <laughs> true but every year they'd come to cap around the same time and we we would know about it obviously because anybody that's not from cap that's in town will will notice right it's just one of those things so when there's a whole school bus full of hippies that show up that haven't showered in weeks it's more than likely the tree planters <laughs> so we go and sell them drugs and try and make some money uh i got to know a couple of them like i had some repeat customers <laughs> but that time where we were at my dad's apartment and you were there Stetson was there and Tanner I believe so I they wanted a lot of weed they just said listen we want to do one run and we're picking up for like the entire work crew so they had 
enough for like just over a pound. So anyways, um, yeah, they were kind of iffy about handing over the money, this and that. But anyways, they waited at my apartment. You waited there, I think, Tanner. and I'm pretty sure it was Stetson. Anyways, I, I just hopped the fence, literally. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I went and grabbed, came back. Then they asked, can we split this up here? Like, and I don't know where my dad was at the time, but he wasn't expected to come home. <laughs> so we're chilling, whatever. And they're just splitting up all their bags for like, you know, oh, that's for Frank. That's for Joe. That's for whatever, you know. So they were just getting it all sorted out. And I didn't care. They were cool guys. <laughs> and I think you were in the bedroom chilling with Tanner and then I walked by to go to the bathroom my dad's standing there and I think I died for like you know half a second because I just knew shit was about to go down and oh yeah oh yeah so I'm thinking in my head I'm like what do I do like how do I distract him and there's only one way in there and one way out and those guys wouldn't fit through the windows but they're probably going to be going through the fucking windows once my dad sees them so uh i asked my dad i was like yo uh, yeah can you go grab my bike outside I left it outside don't want to get stolen he's like he knew something was up and i went back to the kitchen i'm like dudes like this is fucked up like my dad's here and like your dad and my dad obviously standing there he looks who the fuck are you and he looks at the other guy, who the fuck are you? What the fuck are you doing in my house? And my dad grabbed the one guy and just launched him across the room. The other guy's like, sorry, I'm so sorry. Like, just let me get out of here. My, my dad's like, no, fuck, grabbed him, threw him. Then his other buddy tried to jump on my dad. No, my dad jumped him. Like, he had him kind of like uh, like piggyback there. And he's punching the top of his head. Just the guy's going down. They're like, let us go. So anyways, he- <laughs> left and my dad's freaking out on me and they're knocking at the door my dad's like, are you fucking kidding me so they <laughs> my dad's like what he's like uh i i'm so sorry sir i just i need that weed like that's all my like friends weed. like i owe a lot of money if i don't go back with weed man like i'm so i'll never come back here you'll never see me again i was like oh yeah yeah okay goes back up into the kitchen and he grabs like all the weed and like just puts it all in one bag he's like yeah this is your weed but he's like yeah yeah my dad's it's mine now get the fuck out of my house and the guy's face just dropped and yeah i think that's when you got the cue that maybe you should leave You're like, yeah, I kind of got to go because shit was going down, right? My dad was losing it. And yeah, so you left, but they started fucking harassing you, eh? Yeah. My dad looked out the window and he saw that. He's like, fuck. So he runs downstairs. He gets on his bike. He's telling you, Maddie, fucking go home. (laughs) And he's chasing like six fucking tree planters on his bike all the way to their fucking hotel he's like yeah you guys fucking want your weed or whatever you know where i live and they never came back 
nope, they didn't. Oh, <laughs> shit. They saw Stetson, though, a few days later, and they they stole his jacket. Oh, fuck. That sucks. I know. I know. I mean, yeah, a pound of weed is a lot of fucking weed. Like, yeah, that's a lot of money. I wasn't a dealer or nothing. I was just doing, like, a transaction to make some money kind of thing. It wasn't uh, – or to get some free weed. Like, I remember there was weed just scattered all over the floor and stuff because my dad flipped the table and – uh Yes, Tanner's it was insane. Running around, grabbing nugs off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I remember vividly like this time in my life too. Your dad lived like upstairs of a store. Mm-hmm. It was and... a sweet apartment, but you know, <laughs> we made it work. Yeah. I guess because literally, like, you moved in with me. Fucking, I think the first night you slept over. Well, you know what they say about lesbian relationships. They just progress really fast, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's uh, that's definitely for real. Um, and the first, like, couple weeks, I guess, when we were, I don't know if we were really dating, I guess, but kind of, sort of. Anyways, it was going to happen. <laughs> and you were gone for um, March break. So, right. I guess I was like texting you the whole time or we were talking the whole time. And when you got back, I was like, oh my God, like I missed you so much. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> she's not going to leave now. Fuck. So we chilled, I think, yeah, one night and there was a snow day after a snow day after a snow day. Remember that was like a fucking string of yeah. snow days. We were stuck inside, like weathered in. But uh, yeah, then we lived together for like two years. <laughs> Exactly. The rest, as they say, is history. On that note, I think that it's time that we have to go, but I really want to thank you for coming on the podcast and talking about all these crazy things that nobody was going to believe unless you were here to corroborate. (laughs) I know, right? Uh, Geez. Well, yeah, I'm happy I could vouch for you. If people are listening and they want to follow you, where can they find you? You can follow me on Instagram at airmare, so A-I-R dot M-A-I-R. Pretty much just posting most of my music stuff and trying to stay sane throughout this whole COVID thing. (laughs) Aren't we all? So I hope you guys enjoyed hearing us tell a few more stories about our youth. I've got some good news. I'm going back home to Chicago in 10 days. And I will be recording my first stripper shit episode with one of my coworkers. So stay tuned for that. In the meantime, don't forget to be a slut, do whatever you want, and smoke weed every day. I'm Maddie Frechette, and this has been the Stone Slut Podcast. Bye.